Okay, okay, you know, okay. If I if I mess up your name, that just lets you know that <laughs> you know that I beat names up like Mike Tyson over here. That's what I'm saying. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. So remind you in the building. What's yeah. going on, little lady? Yeah. How you feel today? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. I woke up, so uh, doing pretty good. All right, all right. So your 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 phone puts you in North Carolina. Is that's where you from? That is correct. That is correct. Uh-huh. Durham, North Carolina. But they're Mike. All right, born and raised down there, or or you just moved? Uh, there? no, I was born in Richmond, Virginia. But uh, my mom, my dad was a Rolling Stone, so we rolled along with him. So, uh, but yeah, I was born in Richmond, Virginia. But I've been in North Carolina since I was three. Oh, okay, okay. That's what's up. That's what's mm-hmm. up. All right, Maranda, Maranda, Let's start with there your. You let's start with your story, man. I love to hear how you got started in trucking and how's your journey been so far. Um. Well, my son, um, who's my see, I'm I'm 49. He's 29. About three years ago, he said, "Well, mom, because he drives truck." And he said, oh, well, Ma, you know, uh, you guys could drive teams. I'm saying to myself, what's a team? You know, I knew nothing. I knew enough about the trucking industry to stay out their way when they're on the highway. That was a, that's all I need to know about the trucking industry. And he was like, well, Mom, you know, y'all could drive teams. I said, okay, you're going to explain that to me. He said, the truck never stops. I said, okay, what does that mean? He said, well, once you're done driving, then your husband take over. And then once he's done, you take over. I said, well, that's what you mean by the truck never stops. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that sounded pretty good to me. Um, I had never drove a truck. And, you know, I I, I thought I was going to drive manual, but until I actually got in the truck driving a manual, I said, nope, I'm okay with the restrictions. And we went to school together. We passed together. Now, we was, we was head of our class because that's how we studied. Me and my husband, we bounced off each other. We were married 10 years. And we got started, you know, and, you know, we started, of course, we started one of these mega companies. And, you know, at that time, we were like, yeah, we rolled and we make money. Unbeknownst to us, of course, we knew in the industry wicked. So when I tell you uh, how has the industry treated me, the industry has treated me just about as much as I knew about the industry. So that's kind of like when you're playing basketball, you got other people. You you one of the people on the team. You got other people that know better than you. So you know they ain't running you up and down the court. You know they ain't really telling you that the ins and outs of the game or how to run a play. They just let you just go at it. So we didn't have a lot of people that wanted to share their stories and their journeys unless, you know, you're on TikTok, Facebook, you know, that's all puffed up, you know. So um, the industry was doing well to us until about about six months ago. Mm-hmm. And that's when, you know, I literally was done. You know, I did a face, uh, TikTok video and said, look, I'm going to turn my CDLs. I need for y'all to give me other reasons besides money, you know, running away from home. I need somebody to give me some more information as to why they stay out here and be treated the way they treat it. My thing is, um, the industry is not being addressed with driving mental health, physical health, emotional health, spiritual health. Nobody's addressing those. But yet, they're treating us um, emotionally, physically, mentally, and they're, they're dogging us out, you know. So for me, that's the side that I found out about that I'm struggling with trying to fight back now. Okay. So that's how the industry is treated. <laughs> All right. So so begin so before we got to talking, you, you mentioned the fact that you and your husband uh both went to go get your CDLs. Y'all y'all went to go get them at the same time? We did. We uh we yep. put we took our savings, paid everything off, and we took uh 
six weeks. I think it was six weeks. Yeah, it was six weeks off. Um, went down to a school. Uh, we thought we wanted to go with uh, another company that paid for our schooling. And both of us went at the same time. We studied together, knocked that preacher out. We all both of us made 100 on our free trip, our driving test, everything. Okay. Um, okay. And then, of course, you know, we got started driving teams. Um, first company we went to, they wanted to separate us as teams. So he was on one truck, I was on the other. That wasn't going to work because if he want, if he if he learned how to run one way and I learned how to run another, now we, not only are we now running as a team, but now we got to figure out how we're going to operate as a team because you learn one way and I learn another. Okay. So, okay. For so, us, so for us, go ahead. So when, so when you guys, you, when you guys both decided to go to school, what was the school that y'all, that y'all went to? Uh, we went to Trans Tech. It's in Newton, North Carolina. Okay. okay. We went to Trans Tech. And that's where I found out how these mega companies are uh, puffing up the payment. The actual school, if we had went directly, would have been $2,300 a piece. But we got charged six grand a piece. See that's see that's how some of the some of the companies you know that that partners mm-hmm. with school they they, mm-hmm. they pay half they pay half or maybe yep. three quarters of that and then they mm-hmm. and that's how they get you guys up under contract but you guys yeah but, but you guys you know did enough research to know that you guys didn't want a con y'all y'all didn't want to do contract uh, okay yeah well no we didn't. And honestly, the reason why we we weren't on contract, meaning it, it it specified in the paperwork that this didn't guarantee a job. So our the paperwork we signed was completely separated. So it's kind of like a student loan. Instead of us signing on with Swift, instead of us signing on with them that we owe them, we signed on directly to the the loaning company that that paid for the school. Does that make sense? That makes plenty of sense. Yeah. So that so we again, you guys wasn't you guys wasn't obligated to none of the trucking right. companies, right? Because we did research that. <laughs> okay, that's what's before up. Before we jumped into this industry, All you right. know, we was like, no, I'm not gonna be stuck. <laughs> you know. All right, um, so 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 fast track the the school. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys okay. would would. Went with a few companies that wanted to separate you guys, but what was the company? Yeah. What was the company that you that you got with uh, that provided training for the both of y'all? It, it's only a few. It, was, it is that is true. That's Covenant. Like we didn't look for anywhere else. So Covenant um, also had an appeal to us, you know, because they, you know, they they you know, we trust in God. Blah blah blah. I ain't gonna get on that subject, but. We went with Covenant. I would tell anyone to starting out that's a team. I don't know about solo because I can't talk on solo. But anybody that's starting that wants to go as a team, Covenant for us was a win-win. One, before you get on that road, and I see it happen all the time with this backing issue, backing, backing, backing. It, it, it hurts my heart that you got so many people out here that don't know how to back. It's not about not knowing, but they're not confident to even practice it, even when out there on their own. So with Covenant, after we got done with our trainer, we all trained in one truck. It was two. It was me and my husband and a trainer, and we all we all trained in one truck. I think it was like two hundred hours or something like that, the norm. And then before they give you your truck, you have to go through a complete week of backing. I'm talking about. I'm saying to myself, why are we going around these cones at a mile? 
the reason why we go around these cones is so you learn how to maneuver around stuff without hitting it and not being afraid to get close to it, but not hit it. So for us, Covenant was a wonderful place for us to lead back. And me and my husband, we can back with blindfolded. Now, I don't do blindside because I'm putting myself and somebody else at risk. If I can get it in there without doing that, I do it. But if I have to, I let my husband. Okay, that's what's up. Now, yeah. be, now, yeah. being that you went to trucking school, uh, what mm-hmm. what do you wish some? Uh, what do you wish uh, you would have learned uh, that you didn't learn, but you learned on your own? What do you wish um, that the trucking school would have taught you that you learned on your own? Uh, how important, uh, how super important pre trip is, and I, and I and I and the reason I said that, I got a story behind that where we are right now, but. Pre-trip needs to be more, uh, yeah, you learn it, okay? All the trucks got the same parts, all this thick, you know, uh, locking jaws, blah, blah, blah. You learn it, but you're not taught why is it important. Like, why are you looking for that? I see so many people on these groups. Oh, give me a trick. Give me a quick way how to learn a pre-trip. There ain't no quick way because you could kill somebody. There ain't no quick way. That's how, that's how a boy got 110 years. There is no quick way. Like, there is no quick, fast way to get through school and just slide by and yay, you could jump up down and got your CDL. You're talking about 80,000 pounds that kill you and somebody else over and over and over again in a blink of an eye. So I wish that free trip was drilled in more in the sense of why you need to know it, why it's important. I also believe that backing needs to be a universal setup. And when I say universal, yeah, you got the 90s and you got the, the dock and you got all these fancy names for, the, for this geometry that you put on this truck. But a lot of people are being trained to go left, right, go left, 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 like uh, you're being told. So I wish schools would, one, slow down, but also um, come out of that book some more and go to practical. Okay. That's Comfortable with that truck. That's what's up. So Covenant was uh, was the first company you guys went with. You guys <laughs> got some uh, Correct. You guys got some training. I, I would think, because, you know, Covenant... <laughs> Is not is 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 not a is is not that company per uh per you know people say. But as far as teaming, no. but as far as you know, getting that that same team that same team training, you know, per uh-huh. you know girlfriend, boyfriend, uh, husband, right. wife team. I, I think mm-hmm. that that that's a that's a good that's a good thing. Now, if you teaming. If also, you, if, also, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Also, too, though, the up ten. This is the thing where you gotta, you gotta put in a group what's good for you. So with Covenant, there were a few things. You got your team and where you learn together. They gave you guaranteed pay, and then they also um, it's forced dispatch. So you would go, you would go to different places and learn different terrains. So with Covenant, it, it's no the pay was the pay sucks. We both started out at thirty two cents as a team. Okay. And I think we was at 34 when we decided, no, we're not going to take no money like this. So when you're looking for a place to go, that's why it burns me with the way how backwards the drivers are getting information. You got to put it together as a whole. Like you, you got to say, okay, the money's good, but am I going to be treated like shit from the dispatch? Excuse me. Is the money is good, but am I going to get home time? The money is good, but am I going to be able to actually run low? The money is good, but Am I going to be healthy? Are these people going to respect that I need my 34? And see, that's the other thing in school. They tell you, oh, you, you, you're supposed to get a 34, but you don't have to take it. No, no, no. You need to take your 34. 
you need to take your 34 so you can regroup. So forget running off recap. Take your 34. Wash your clothes. Take a shower. Watch watch a show. Call your mama. Call your dad. Because I'll be in this role, you'll lose them. Do, call your kids. FaceTime. Don't do nothing. But that's the other thing that I wish schools would stress. Yes, you're supposed to take a 34. That's legally my right. You cannot fire me if I say, look, I need my 34 and I need it right now. But you got drivers that get pushed to run their, to run their, to run their recap. You know, this, this whole industry thing, when I tell you I done dug down deep in it, this, I know I, I'm only one driver, but this stuff needs to change. And it's not about us getting in line and stopping our trucks. That's not going to change anything. We have to learn to articulate. One, our values. Number two, what we need from the industry. We know what, what dispatchers need and, and shippers and receivers need. They need us to get that that load there on time. They need to get it there safe so we don't kill nobody. And they need us to run run their product across the United States. But what do I need from you as an industry? Hmm. I haven't thought about you know, that. I haven't about thought that, about but. that. You, you, put, you presenting some uh, some very good points. You you mentioned about uh, uh you know you you saying that you're 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 close to uh, leaving the industry because uh, mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of issues haven't been addressed. What are those issues mm-hmm. you like to you like to address that the industry is not uh, um, looking at? I believe the industry is not looking at truckers the same way. Okay, prime example at Covenant. They they called us and said, hey, y'all adding me on truck too much. It's 50 degrees, 40 degrees. We all know how that works. So the very first thing I said, well, I'll tell you what, I'm going to switch with you. You sit in a warm office, so I'm going to sit in a warm truck. I don't care about your idle time. I'm warm in my truck. You're warm in your office. And anytime you want to switch with me and let me come sit in your warm office while you come sit in my cold truck, we do it. So I think what happens is we as drivers, we allow ourselves to be treated like sheep and cows to the slaughter because just like you need a shower and you sit in the office, I need a shower. Just like you got clean clothes, I need clean clothes. Just like I'm tired, I need to go to sleep. Just like you talk to your mom and your daddy every day, I need to talk to mine. I need to be treated like a human. I got mental health that I'm dealing with. I got physical health that I'm dealing with. I got emotional health health that I'm dealing with because I'm missing my family. And Lord knows, I'm sure I got spiritual health because spiritual um, health that I have to deal with because I can't find these little trailer truck stops. These little trailer, you know, to be a disco, sit and sit quiet, meditate. I ain't got nowhere to do yoga. I ain't got nowhere to work out of no gym because I can't fit no 53-foot truck in no Planet Fitness parking lot. So the the, the, the the industry, the things that are not being addressed in the industry is what's going to keep this country running. If, ever, if you got 50 truck drivers going down the highway and all 50 of them have heart attacks, what do you think that's going to affect? If all 50 of them jump off, decide to run their truck off the side of a bridge because they, they mama died and they in California and the company don't care, just we'll, send, we'll get you a load home. That's bullshit. So for me, we, we need healthier food or at least a way so that everybody in the industry, this is what they need to teach in school. Take care of your mental health. Because they tell you to do it, but they don't tell you how to do it. They tell you to run your truck, but they don't sit down with you and do budgeting. You got so many truckers out here that are living paycheck to paycheck, which is why they pushed themselves, which is why that guy didn't know how to take that ramp. He didn't know what else to do. Because I guarantee you, 
Nobody sat down with him except to say, here go some keys. I know you know how to drive a car. I know you can't read that road sign, but we're going to give you a key because I need you to run my load. Man, you 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 is so fire right now, man. For for a young driver that been in this industry for only three years, man, you 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 talking like a veteran right now, man. I mean, you you I'm I'm sitting here, I'm I'm sitting here enjoying this conversation with you, man, because I'm like this this is this is some of the this is some of the things that people don't talk about. They don't talk mm-hmm. about they don't mm-hmm. talk about mental health. They don't talk about how mm-hmm. how we need healthier uh healthier choices out here they're not talking about how the how the how the how the industry how the companies is treating these drivers you got some companies yeah. out here that be talking that bs on about oh well we all about family and we treat the truckers mm-hmm. like family and all like that but if you treat the truckers like fam if if you're supposed to treat the truckers like family then you know Help help that driver out in any type of situation. Of course, something, something at home happens at home. Mm-hmm. I, I gotta wait mm-hmm. for you to get me a load to get me back home. Yes. No, nah, let me get a plane, go back mm-hmm. home, take care yep. of my business, and then get me yep. a plane back and I'll go and get the truck. That's right. That's right. And see, it's a good example. Let's 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 take where we are now. So good example. So we we so let's talk about free real quick, because I'm trying to say it quick. So which I hate rushing over anything because that's what's wrong with the industry. So we were getting ready to pick up a load, 35,000 pounds. It's a Home Depot load. We in a truck. Ain't had no problems with the truck. You know, we running the truck. So when my husband or I are hooking a load, we are both, we try to both be up so we can check behind just because that lock and jaw ain't no joke. There ain't nothing to play with. So he, he hook it. I hook it. He check in. You know, he making sure, do the tug test. Watch on, be on the outside watching the tug test. See if he notice anything. So we were having a hard time hooking up to this trailer. So he said, well, babe, the, the trailer and the truck are kind of tilted inside. He said, so I said, well, babe, I said, did you look it up under there? He said, yeah, the same. You know, we go over the free trip. Did you check? You know, you check the pin, blah, blah, blah. So my husband gets in it. We're at the yard. My husband gets in it. It's hooked. He did a tug test three times. Backwards, forward, I did one. Backwards, forward. Trailer hook. He pulls out about, I'm going to say at least maybe three feet. The whole trailer comes off the back of the truck and falls on the ground. So just imagine if we've been on a highway with 30,000 pounds. 30, I don't know if I can't remember. 30,000 pounds or 35,000. Just imagine if we had been on a highway and that trailer had to come off. We could have killed ourselves, somebody behind us, somebody's kid, somebody's mama. So with that said, okay, so we are a good company. Just ain't making enough money. Nothing wrong with the company. They're great. They took care of us. Ain't nothing wrong with that. But we don't have that other that other uh, five list that we, that we need to have as a whole in order to be healthy. So financially. So they put us in a hotel. Okay, great. We're going we gonna to send y'all. We're we going to put y'all in another truck. Okay, so here, now here's where the humanity comes in at. All right. So we've been in a hotel five days. Okay, great. Thank you for taking care of us. We appreciate it. Now. I eat healthy, so all of my stuff is in the refrigerator. So I had to restock the hotel refrigerator. No problem, because I'm going to eat like I'm supposed to eat. But you're not going to door dash me to death. But anyway, so they said, okay, we got a truck for you. They wanted us to go pick this truck up two hours from where we are. We empty all of our stuff out of this old truck. Now, we're not talking about just to take a bag, because you're not sending me to California with a gym bag and my stuff that I need to keep me healthy on the truck. We're talking about humanity here. So they wanted us to go pick the truck up that's two hours away, come back, empty out a truck, and then go hook that load tonight. 
which was last night. Are you telling me that you want me to be up all morning, go drive to pick up a truck, do an inspection, come back, remove all my stuff like an apartment mm-hmm. into another truck and then go pick up a load? We ain't got no fleet. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what they want you to do. And then you got a security guard. How long is going to take y'all? I said, I don't know, man. Call the company because I live in this truck. So I live in this truck and I need to move into this truck so I can live in it. So it will take however long it takes. If you have a problem with us being here, call the company. That's the other That's the other issue, which why budgeting is so important. If you teach these truck drivers, why they don't teach it? If you teach these truck drivers, okay, I can't teach you how to swim if I don't know how. But if you teach them how to budget, then they are not, they don't have a handcuff locked around their hands and a noose around their neck trying to get to the next paycheck because you taught them how to budget. So if they got to sit for a week, tell you what, I'm going to sit. If they, if they got to go home, I tell you what, they go your truck. I'm not abandoned. I took pictures of it, but I got to get me a flight home. If that budgeting piece was in there, if that eating healthy piece was in there, you wouldn't be so tired because you're eating sugars and all the stuff that they sell in any fast food restaurants. Because it's not by chance that all the truck stops have fast food in them. Okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then... You, you dig into their pockets because we got to pay. It makes no sense that we have to pay for parking. No sense. We buy enough fuel, food, and and patronize those places to not even have to pay for parking. I, anyway. I, mm, I, mm. I don't, okay. I, I don't, I, I, I don't know, Ramo- Ramona, Ramona. I don't That's know. Okay, Ramona. I, I don't, I don't know, Ramona. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm on a, I'm on I'm on the opposite side of the fence when it comes to uh when it comes to paying for truck parking. My mm-hmm. my my thing for that is your number one number one is is private property. Right? Mm-hmm. I get it. It's, I get it. Num- number one is private property and and we mm-hmm. and and we know that uh that uh that these trust stops like like to get you know like to get mm-hmm. profit you know they're they're not right. gonna make it they're not gonna make it off the fuel you know they're not gonna make it off the the of uh, the two ninety nine drinks and all like that so they gotta find other ways of making a profit and I I understand that and that's where some of the drivers uh see that the that the uh that the Truck stops is kind of gouging us, right. well, you know, for for, for the it. profit. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. This I see it this way, though. I see it as they paying their employees to come out there and keep the keep the property right. clean. You know, because right. us truck drivers really do some dumbass shit oh, in, 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 in the parking lot. You know, that's why Walmart, oh. even though Walmart is supposed to be our Great safe place. haven, you uh-huh, know, uh-huh. but Walmart, yeah. Walmart don't want us. Hard. Yeah. Walmart don't want us in there in their parking oh, yeah. lots no more because a lot of a lot oh, yeah. of drivers disrespected. They disrespected by parking any kind of way. They disrespected by throwing by throwing. You know, throwing things on the ground, yeah. uh, you know, what? piss bottles, shit bowls, and all like that. A lot of drivers don't have their home training. So, them same people mm-hmm. that's throwing that shit out the window, 
I imagine what their house looks like. And some of them, you can see what their truck looks like through the windshield. Right, right. So that's why <laughs> that's why I think that, you know, with, with, with paying for parking at the truck stops, you know, they, 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 yeah. they just saying, hey, you know, we... We we need to pay our we need to pay our people to come up here and clean up after you. Right. Now I, I can give you that. I, I I can give you that. Like I said, in this industry, you cannot ever stop learning, and that part I see. That's the part I see. But I also think that the company that's sending you out here should at least oh, yeah. absorb some oh, of yeah. that. No, I, now that I agree. <laughs> I I agree because if you know if we're driving your trucks, we're mm-hmm. we're driving your trucks. And parking, mm-hmm. you know, you know, a lot of people say that the biggest issue out here is the the driver shortage. No, it ain't that. No, it's the parking no. shortage. Park. It's, it's the parking, parking shortage. shortage that mm-hmm. you know. If the, he, it, see, that's the other thing. See, we would talk never to park on the side unless it's an emergency. I'm talking about on the off ramp, uh, on the mm-hmm. side in the emergency lane. If it's not an emergency, we will drive until we can find a safe place to park. I would much rather run my clock and take a DOT ding for the company than to pull my my truck over on the side of the road and maybe kill myself or somebody else behind me. You see well, what I'm saying? Well, so we, we would talk. We, never we, did. we we can't pull off to the side of the shoulder anyway. I, I learned that the mm-hmm. hard way in my rookie season. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. I used to do that a lot when I was in my car, but then it, when I'm in a mm-hmm. commercial vehicle, you know, you know, a state trooper roll up behind me. Hey, are you all right, sir? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I just pulled. Mm-hmm. I just pulled over to use the phone right quick. Well, you know, you can't be in the shoulder for that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm like, I'm like, well, yeah. I'm, I'm, I can't be on my phone either while I'm driving. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, I thought yeah. the shoulder was like, you know, for emergency. Well, yeah mm-hmm. and no. So. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, 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 I, I, yeah, yeah. I kind of, I kind of yeah. learned that the 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 hard way. But back to, you know, but back to uh, what we were saying about the, you know, about the about the parking and everything, and the companies should take, I mean, should take care of that. I agree. Mm-hmm. You know, luckily I work yeah. for, I, you know, I drive for a company out of Ohio uh, that uh-huh. does that. You know, they 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 say, hey, you know, you're driving our trucks. You're running, right. you know, you're running your clock, you're running hard. And the last thing yeah. we want to put on you is the fact that, you know, making it difficult yeah. for you to find parking and and you have to pay for it. No, we we, we got and you. You know what? And some of the and companies you know, out here that does needs to do that. Well, see, you know something else you asked and you asked me what 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 did I think need to be treat need to be taught more in school aside from the free trip importance and you know the budgeting is that you need to have, you need to know all your options, you know, getting paid by the mile, picking a load, you know, contracting with someone, a split, you know, six forty split. Like, there's so many options out there that you can choose. Because, see, for us, we tried every last one of them. Okay, we, we started out with the miles, then we went to straight trucks. Yeah, we went to straight trucks. We'll never do that again because you lose your semi uh, your semi driving experience. The longer you in a straight truck, then you know that 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 puts that gap on you. You'll lose your semi experience. You had to go somewhere and get it for a year and then come back. So we tried. You know, we did this mileage since about a mile. Then we did the straight truck, which we'll never do again. Then we went to sixty forty split, and that was working with FedEx. That was okay, but we had a shitty owner, so you know we said no, we're not going to do that. And then we decided to go into a lease purchase plan. And now, (laughs) 
Uh, we said, we don't want to do that route. We don't want to go that route. Um, and that's what almost took me out of this industry because, again, my mental health, my emotional health, my physical health comes first. And I felt like somebody took something from me. So if I hadn't set myself up for that, because I was hurt. The only reason, you know, everybody saying, well, you got to buy your truck. got to buy your truck. got to buy your truck. You know, you get caught up in that buy your truck dream. You know, oh, I made 300000 They don't, They don't tell you that you spent 150000 So you really only made 150000 Okay, if you're good, you might have made 200000 You're going to pay somebody $100,000 to run that trip. So they, 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 never really, they, they never tell you the no. net. They they so happy no. to tell you the gross. They, oh, they, yeah, love, yeah. they, they love telling they love telling you the gross. They love telling yeah. you the gross. Yeah. And how, and in and, and some cases, they love telling you the gross, but they don't they don't uh-huh. like telling you how they got that gross. That's it. And That's they it. don't like That's and they don't like to tell you the net. They do what they actually uh-huh. take home. And but they, no, don't but like, they, they don't like showing the feet. Nah, <laughs> but they love telling you the gross though. Hey, I made a hundred K. I made a hundred and eight K. Okay, well, out of that hundred and eight K, how much is that is driving? How much is that is uh is is referral bonus? How much is that mm-hmm. is in incentives? How much is that is mm-hmm. in bonuses and stuff like that? Yep, yep. You know, you can't yep. tell you can't tell somebody, hey, you know, I you can make a hundred K at this company mm-hmm. like I did and and say and, and not tell them that, you know, that you, it, not all of this is from driving. Do you know I had a I had a company tell me because we, we worked at one company that didn't give safety bonuses at all, and I said, well, you know that's kind of sad. He said, why is it going to fail? You're supposed to drive safe anyway. Why do I have to pay you to drive safe? Why do I have to put a carrot in front of you for you to drive safe? Mm. You're supposed to be driving safe for your CDL anyway. You're supposed to cover your CDL period. And I was like, you know what? You got I a point. That. I know y'all being cheap, <laughs> but he said, "Why would I pay you to do something that you? Why would I pay you for you to do your your inspection? Why would I pay? See, and that's the thing. I know this is a money making industry, but because we are so money hungry, nothing wrong with money. I'm not against money. I am a minimalist because I only got two feet, so I can only wear two shoes at that. So I don't need fifty pair in the closet. Okay, because then they're not being used for what they were designed to be used for." on some beef. But if we were not such a money-driven society because we overbuy, we overspend, we buy shit to sit at home while we're on the road for 360 days out of the year, sitting at home collecting dust, paying for light, water, all that stuff. But if we were not so money-driven, then we might could learn something about this business and turn this thing around to where we knock the cattle on the highway and they poking us to go here, go here. I don't believe we would have a third of the accidents that we have. If we if we realize that this is a this is a job but it's a but it's also a career where you have other people's lives at stake. You need to know what to do if somebody puts on brakes. You need to have a plan. You need to know am I gonna ditch this truck? My me myself? I would rather put my truck in a ditch than run in the back of somebody's van and kill their kids. I'm sorry that some people don't feel that way, but that's just me. That's that's my humility. That's my moral. I would much rather because I know what my vehicle will do. I know what it will do. So I try not to put my truck in any position that's going to harm somebody. And just imagine if you survive it. You 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 still gonna get pulled away anyway. Oh yeah, <laughs> but you know what though? I, but I guess what I can walk away that I did not kill 
somebody else's life that just started. I'm that, okay with that. That's, that's because, even better. Because it's damn if I do, it's damn if I do, and damn if I don't. Exactly. And it's, you know, and it's, is you know to these you know to to these people that's coming into this industry so that you guys will understand mm -hmm. that you are responsible you are strong yes. out here you 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 the little sheep that's strong out here amongst the wolves you know that's right and the company see, the and, thing, and the, the company heard, mm -hmm. the one thing i heard that, that being in my ear I am a professional driver. Oh yeah, yeah. They throw that word around like water. Yeah. Hey, you, you're but the professional I'm a, driver. You're professional the professional driver. Come on, oh, either I can drive a truck. As I tell you what, when I sit in that seat, I'm pushing eighty thousand pounds at any given time. So I am a professional driver. I am scanning for stuff that nobody ever taught you to look for. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's my profession. So I need to be as rested healthy mentally emotionally and spiritually so that i can be a professional at my job because it can be over in a blink of an eye it can be over yep exactly so you know that's why that's why it's so important to me now at this point in my life and and my my content may change in the sense of because now that i've that i because i went home 45 days i, I wasn't sure i'll come back i literally i meant what i said on that post I said, look, y'all gonna get these CDs, you know, and fuck off. That's what I said to the industry. But what I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna let this industry beat me down because I, I'm stronger than that. But what I can do, if I can't change for one person at a time's mindset, I, I want to show you how you can work out. Like I was like, well, I, ain't, I can't get no gym. I got me some veins. All I need is some resistance bands. Well, guess what? They gonna do me no good if it's sitting in a box behind my feet. And I don't tell the people I'm driving for, listen, give me my 34. Stand on my 34 because, number one, it's owed to me. It's legally mine. So I can prep for the week. I can wash everything I need to wash. I might not do nothing but sleep. But I'm taken back from the beginning of what they tell you. This is what you deserve. This is what you are owed. This is what's law. Okay? You got to get to sleep. You know, you got you got to get some rest. You know, you can't drive or such such. I don't have to drive eleven hours. That's the first thing. I don't have to drive eleven hours. Now my husband can run circles around me, but my main goal right now is in in 2022. Number one, I'm writing two books. One is my life story, but number two is about this industry, and it's not about a bashing of the industry. It's not. That's not. It's plenty of people we bashing each other over here. It's truck jobs. My goal is to try to get to these newbies that don't know nothing because no, the oldies and the old timers aren't telling us. I'm not no old time. I ain't been out here 20 years. But I ain't got to be out here for five to know that this industry will chew you up and spit you out and then pick you up off the ground, toss you to the side and throw another piece of gum in the seat. You know, drivers, you know, fear a lot of things in trucking. Since, uh -huh. you've, been, since mm -hmm. you've been out here for three years with uh, along with your husband, what are some of the biggest fears? Uh, what are some of your biggest fear as a driver? Um, I was just telling my husband just the other day, and this was before I got off the truck. I said, honey, I said, um, every time I get in that seat, all I can think about is, will I survive an accident? And will the people that are involved in an accident, will they survive? My biggest fear is that truck. I mean, my biggest fear is not being alert enough 
not being, uh, you know, uh, uh, healthy enough. You know, what if I, if I, if I don't take care of my heart, I can have a heart attack. And, and I may be gone, but where's my truck going? You know, my partner is in the back. My life partner and my little four-pound dog is in the back. I got precious cargo. I'm not talking about that load. I'm talking about my me and my husband, my dog, my, you know, Mary Kay that's on her way to a Mary Kay meeting. You know, Buster that just got his license at 16. My biggest fear in this industry is nothing except for not being able to handle that truck and make sure that I know that this truck is a moving bullet. So my biggest fear is not about money because I'll go home and sit and be broke. I don't care. But my biggest fear is coming across someone that's not trained. I watch these trucks like five feet, like not even, I don't know, like that, 12, 12, maybe five feet behind these little cars, behind other trucks. I'm saying to myself, where are you going to go if that truck goes, is that truck in front of you? Stop. Well, my biggest fear in this industry is killing myself or killing someone else. Point blank, period. That's what's up. Miranda. Right. Reminder. Reminder. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Shout out. Shout, shout out to you, little lady. Thank you very much for coming on to the okay. show, man. You, I mean, like I said, the conversation that I'm, that's what we do over here. We have conversations. We don't do interviews. We don't do, you know, we, we, yeah. we conversate. We have genuine conversations. Yeah. That's why the best conversation starts over here on the Lockout Man yeah. podcast show. Listen. Listen here, let's listen here, Ramonda. Uh, before you get on up out of here, all right. Mm-hmm. Before you get on up out of here, how has it been uh, trucking with your husband? What was what was some of the favorite sights or experiences you guys have encountered oh, while y'all was gosh. while y'all well, was out trucking? Well, the reason why I said this, okay, so what I'm going to tell you. So me and my husband, before we got on the truck, we said, listen. Trucking comes second. If our marriage begins to suffer, we come off this truck and fix that. And then we go back. So we, our promise each other was we weren't going to let this industry come between us because I see it happen all the time. But for me, the the most exciting time, I had never been to California. I ain't going back. Now, I can't stand going to California, so I'm not doing a cross-country trips anymore. But when we popped over, I think we were headed either into Los Angeles, but I couldn't tell you where it was. But we popped over this hill. And they had all this green, you know, I'm sure it was man-made, they laid it down. But then they had all these uh, wind uh, turbines going. And I had always seen them on TV, but I had never seen them in person. And when I tell you what, again, with us being minimalist, I said, you know what? I said, look at this. It was gorgeous. Gorgeous sight. Now, I get headaches in high altitudes, and I can't breathe. So, again, that's my that's being mindful of my health that you can't push me to go to California. But when I when I popped over the hill, I said, "Man, they got it." And when I say they got it, the government, other people that power that be that can afford to put them windmills on them hills, I said, "Man, that's free air. I get it. That's that, that's free air. You know, they they got fossil fuels. You know, they're trying to run these things." But I, when I got to California, I said, "Man, we haven't even scratched the surface of what we've seen." So my first trip to California and going through like New Mexico and Arizona. And he, and it was, I mean, for me, if, if I could settle down and be near family, I would be either in New Mexico, Arizona, or Nevada, period. Like that, that would be the place that I would settle down. So for us, um, our, our, our best times was in California. We, we found this place called uh, Loco Taco or, or, no, Chronic Taco. That's, 
Friday taco. And when I tell you that was the best dang taco I'd ever eaten in my life, um, it, it was kind of it was kind of right up there with a hot dog from New York. My, my husband's from Staten Island, so he kept telling me about these nasty hot dogs on the street business. But when I got there, I'm telling you, that's um, that's for us, though. But for us, though, any trip that we take, because we're doing it together, we try our best to make sure we enjoy it. And that's why we're doing a change in industry, because it's not enjoyable anymore. It's, it's getting to the point where it's miserable. You know, it's like, I don't, I don't want to drive to California. I'm not going to California anymore. I'm done traveling from, and I'm done traveling from North Carolina to the tip of California and then turn around and coming right back without a 34. That's, that's what's up, man. That's what's up. Uh, last but not least, man, you know, we, we drivers out here, we, we go to a lot of truck stops. Now, my my thing, you know, for truck stops, I'm, I'm not a fan of truck stops. I mean, I, I try not to... <laughs> If I if I don't get there if I don't get there at the truck stop early enough to get a parking spot like uh-huh. out of the way, I I tend uh-huh. not, I, I tend to use my I tend to use my trucker's path and find something uh something alternative, but right truck stops you know we gotta fuel up so we gotta stop at a truck stop. What is some things uh-huh. What is some things that you that you hate at a truck stop? Um the the inability of other truckers to help other truckers get in spots. I hate that. Um, I, I also dislike that when you get out, the cement smells like piss and shit. <laughs> I don't like that. Um, I don't like that it's so packed upon you can't find a truck stop, you know, and I also don't like that you cannot find a healthy meal inside of a truck stop. Now, I know how to go in there and pick out. You know, I go in there and I get the, the broccoli, the carrots and stuff, and then I go cook it up in my truck. You know, they got the raw broccoli and the carrots, and, you know, I go to Subway and get green peppers and onions. Oh, I can find a healthy meal, but I just don't like that it seems like we bothering people when we come to the truck stop. Like, you don't, you don't want to serve me. You don't want to, you know, like, I'm I'm bothering you at your job that you get paid for, you know. Mm-hmm. Um so I, the truck stop, to me, and see, I don't have a problem with my business. I'm going to tell you why. Those are somebody's daughters, somebody's mother, somebody's sister. I mean, maybe be somebody's brother, but they need help, and, and they out here for a reason. I ain't never seen, I mean, I ain't talked to a lot of them, but I've been there. And when I say I've been there, I've been there. It's part of my story, but I just don't, I just feel like that the truck stops are just looked at like they nasty, which they are. But I just don't like that I don't feel welcome at a lot of truck stops that I go. I just don't. And if we not your business again, it goes back to if we stop parking here, it's like you said, you're not gonna pay your bills with two out nine cents soda, you're not gonna get your money off of fuel. If we stop parking and paying without asking for things that we need as truckers, then you won't have a business. So we wash each other's cans. I wash yours, you wash mine. But somewhere, somebody watching in a pail that I don't know nothing about because we're not doing that as a, you know, as an industry. So. All right. But look, man, I got to get out of here. I got a, uh, a rental car. We got to return, man. Look, my husband's stuck on that charger. We got a charger for a rental car. So I'm trying to hurry up and get out, get him out from under his feet. <laughs> All right. Hey, listen, uh, Ramona, thank you very much. I really do appreciate You're the fine. time, man, and the conversation. Very, very And don't let this be the last time we talk. No, no, we're gonna have to no, we're gonna have to come back, man. You over here talking about okay. you was in that profession back in the day. We we gotta yeah. we, uh-huh. we, we we gotta talk about that, man. So yeah, Ramona, I don't have no you, problem with it. you take it easy. <laughs> thank you very much for coming on. Too.
And you guys, right. if y'all are interested in uh, following Ramona, she is on TikTok. What's your TikTok? It's Ramonia Myers. Killing our Ramonia Myers. Pretty much, that's it. Remind your mind, it's my whole name. <laughs> all right, all right. On TikTok, make sure you guys catch her. Thank you very much, ma'am. You have a happy holidays, and you take care of yourself. All right, you too, and be safe, man. All right, now.